Welcome to the 320 Podcast, where we encourage you to reach for the immeasurably more life with Christ. From discussions on scripture, to poetic messages, to dreaming big with Jesus, you will enjoy a variety of episodes brought to you by Shelley Wilson Ministries. To find out more about Shelley Wilson Ministries and the many resources available to you, please visit our website at www.shellywilsonministries.org. We're coming together today to discuss the voice of the Lord. Because we've all had questions from people, what do you mean you hear from God? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Outside of the reading of the word. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So we all know we hear God in the reading of the word that he is, he, that is Jesus. That is his heart, the written word, Jesus. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. That's right. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, we believe he speaks through his word, but he still speaks through dreams, visions, and the spirit can speak at any moment in time. For me, I can hear a word and I'll get a poem or a song. Right. It's just a word or a phrase. Um, and even I tell people sometimes I can I see him before I hear him. Mm-hmm. So if he if sends a deer in my prayer garden, you know, either right. I'm, I'm probably going to get a poem or he brings the scripture to mind that I've set your feet like hinds feet in high places. So that is still the voice of God. Yes. But mm-hmm. I see it, not hear it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So the spirit in me brings to remembrance the word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So everything points back to the word. Yes. And so you and I have been talking mm-hmm. about sharing about your daughter because God spoke to you in a time of grief. Yes, he did. Um, we know a lot of people go through grief. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how people make it without the Lord. Mm-hmm. I don't either. Um, and I haven't lost a child, but I have been through grief. Um, but I sure can't understand how you would survive that without Jesus. Yeah. You know, you've got to have him. Yeah. All of us hear from him different. Mm-hmm. Some similarities, <coughs> you know, we all hear similar in some things, but I want to give specific examples and we'll kind of go around and I, I, this radio show, I want to do table talk. Yes. I don't want it to be formal because I want the people to understand we're real people like they are. And we just want to share our life with Jesus with them. Right. Um, maybe not even a lot of theology, although we love the word, um, but just real day to day with the Lord. So I'm going to let you walk that through about Elizabeth and we'll kind of share from there. Okay. Um, I won't go into, like I said, a whole lot of detail about that, that particular moment, but that she had been missing for two weeks. She had taken my car to go get her purse from her friend's house. And she had left about one 30 in the morning. She left me a note. And, um, when she, uh, when she left, um, I didn't see her anymore. I saw her the day before and that was it. But, um, uh, two weeks later they found her and they found her in my car in, I want to say a culvert or some type of ravine Mm -hmm. off of highway 69 in in Lindell, Texas. And the next day when I got ready to go to church, um, I got up, I put my praise and worship music on and started making to make my bed and I'm singing and you know as a parent you wonder if your child suffered and you she was in water so you wondered if she drowned if she struggled if she tried to get out you know you have all those questions and I think for a parent the worst thing you you think about is did my child struggle did my child suffer and that's a really hard pill to swallow even for a Christian but um I remember uh, making my bed and I remember um 
this song on the radio called this is amazing grace by jeremy camp i love that song but that was what's on the radio and every time i hear that song i have that same vision and um it was playing and i i remember god showing me as i stood across the street on that night um or early that morning um across from the scene of the accident it was like he was giving me a a replay he was showing me like what happened right. and um i could see the outline of the trees and as i'm explaining it to you right now i'm visualizing the whole thing as i saw it mm-hmm. um five years ago on uh on november 10th and um uh i'm standing across the street um i can see this the night sky uh, i can see a few stars in the sky i can see clouds in the sky i can see the outline of the 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 height of the trees and it's like i'm watching a movie and as I'm standing there, I see two bolts of light that quickly fall out of the sky, kind of at an angle. And it's just like, just like a shooting star type kind of light. Mm-hmm. And I remember, um, as I'm standing there watching this moment, I saw two angels coming up out of the, the hedge of the trees, out of the, the height of the trees. And they're carrying my daughter. And she was just like a, a, a like a rag doll. Um, there was an outline of her spirit. It wasn't her body. It was just an outline. It was just a glimpse. And I remember watching them slowly glide up and then they went away. And I remember going to church that Sunday and some of her friends had come to church that, on that Sunday. And they were really broken and, and just heartbroken by the death of their best friend, you know, right. a, a really mm-hmm. close friend. And I remember standing up in church and telling them this vision. And one of the ladies in my church said, she confirmed, she said, I was praying about that. Mm-hmm. And she said, and you've just confirmed. So, and what I saw was that the two bolts of light that came down were angel. They just came down to get her and take her up. Wow. Well, and, and it's funny because I've spoken this to a few people, not many because people don't understand it. And a lot of people aren't willing to understand it. And so it's hard to tell people this. Um, But God, I I believe he allows certain people to come into your path on, you know, come into your path so that you can maybe explain it to them. Maybe when they're experiencing Mm -hmm. some type of a sorrow as deep as that. And so I remember um, going Monday to the wrecking yard where my car had been towed to because I had um, clients keys. I I, I had my own cleaning service. And so I had a lot of my clients keys on that ring and it was on the, on the inside of a console of my car. And I remember stepping up to the window and I, told the, the gentleman who was behind the counter who I was and that I was, I had come there to get the keys from the car. And he said, he asked me, he said, I just, you know, are you her mom? And I said, yeah, I said, I'm her mom. And he said, can I just say one thing to you? And I said, sure. And he said, I, I don't know if you need closure. I don't know if that's what you're looking for. I don't know if you really want to go out there. And he says, but as a parent, he says, I'm, I'm, if you need to go out there for closure, I'll take you out there. But I just feel like that's, that's the last thing you want on your mind you know, that's the last scene. And I said, yeah, I don't need closure. I said, that's fine. He said, if you tell me what you need, I'll go out and get it. And I said, okay. So he went out there and he got the keys from the car. So he came back in and he handed them to me and he says, I'm really sorry for your loss. And I said, thank you. You know, and he says, he says, I just want to say something to you. And I knew this after he said it to me, I knew it was God. Um, Mm -hmm. And he says, I just want to tell you that I don't know if you've wondered if she suffered at all. Um, if you had a, if you feel that she suffered and I was like, um, 
I said, yeah, you know, and he says, I was there when they pulled your car out of the water. And he said, and from the um, reports of the justice of the peace and the fire, you know, crew, he says, from what it sounded like, your daughter didn't suffer at all. And I mm -hmm. said, well, thank you. I appreciate that. So when I went to my car and I got in my car, well, it was a, a, a loner car. When I got in the car, I sat there and for just a minute, I just bawled. I boohooed yeah, and bawled absolutely. and I cried because, you know, I, I went back to mm -hmm. that Sunday morning yes. when God showed me the angels coming to get her. And he right. said, the reason why she didn't suffer was because I sent my messengers to get her. Yeah. You know, what you saw, normally you wouldn't have been able to see they would have normally come down to get, you don't right. see that, yeah. right. you know, but I allowed you to see that. I, he opened up he that, spiritual opened up that realm spiritual realm for yeah. me to see this. And when I say what, if I could, I wish I were an artist. I wish I had the, uh, the ability and maybe one day he'll give it to me to draw it, but I would love to paint this picture so that others can see what I saw. Right. Mm. And I could, I could, it was, there was a, a color in the sky that was, that was peaceful and it was mm. just beautiful. It was almost as if he opened up the curtains, the, just the curtains mm -hmm. of heaven and you caught a, a caught a glimpse of the light. Which is exactly what he did out. with mm -hmm. John in Revelation. Thank you. And so for me to see the two angels that, that shot out, normally I would have never seen them go back up. Right. But he, sh he allowed me to see that. Mm -hmm. It was like a movie and I, I got in my car and I just boohooed and bawled. And I just said, Lord, thank you for that. Because at least I knew that she did not suffer. Mm -hmm. You know, I knew that for a fact. I yes. knew where she was. I knew that God had sent his messengers to come get her because of me. He loved me enough to do that. Right. And so that to me was his way of saying, I may have taken her home, mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm showing you that she came, this is how I took her home. Right, right. You don't have yeah. to worry anymore. You don't have to stress. You don't have to, you, I don't want you going to bed late at night, laying there wondering mm -hmm. whether she was okay, what she was doing, because they said her death was quick. You know, so it just, she was out of her body before she even hit, right. before she could even feel a thing. Right. And that's what I want people to know. Is that, you know, I, I just, I love God. I love how he deals with me. I love what he shows me. And, and I believe that comes from a, a, a sold out relationship with mm -hmm. him. You've yes. got to have that sold out relationship yes. because if you don't have it, these are the things that you're going to miss. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of people, they're never going to be able to know that yes. they're never going to be able to experience this type of love that God sheds on his children on a daily or a mm -hmm. weekly or a monthly or a yearly basis. So that's right. my story about Elizabeth. Right. That's awesome. Wow. Which, you know, cause I've had some people say to me before, well, Shelly, that didn't, if you can't, if it's not in the word, <laughs> it's not God. Well, but that wasn't, that is in the word. See, yeah. the problem with saying something like that is, is we want to be able to put our finger on that one thing and say, right. God can only do it that way. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, what he did with you is very similar to what I said about with John, John in Revelation. Mm -hmm. And we yes. see times in the scripture where he did open up the heavens That's right. and let people see. Yes. We see Daniel having visions. We mm -hmm. see Joseph interpreting dreams right. and things like that. So that is absolutely scripture. scriptural. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so I think, you know, sometimes we get kind of mm, religious in our mindset way too religious mm -hmm. and it shuts <laughs> off uh, matter of fact we removed the supernatural acts of yes. the lord which yes. was never his 
well, shall we put him in a box? We're we're so prone as human beings to put God inside of a box. Oh, he can't do that. He can't, he, he may have did that back. 3,000 years ago or 2,500 years ago, but he can't do that in the 21st century. Why can't he? He's the same God as he was yesterday. He's the same God that he is today and forevermore. So what makes us think that he, he still can't do those things. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's where we fall short. That's, you know, he, there's a lack of belief and a lack of Mm -hmm. faith. That's, I think that's that lack of belief in his word. You know, I'm not, I'm not Esther. I'm Lynn. Right. You know, and how he dealt with Esther, he's not going to deal with Lynn. Mm-hmm. How he deals with Shelley, you know, we may have some similarities, mm-hmm. but he's not going to deal with us in the same way. Exactly. He, he has a personal attachment to, to each, each one every of yeah. our hearts. Yes. That's the difference. Every Individuality. Individuality. We're mm-hmm. not all the same. That's no. right. He made us each He difference. loves us equally the same, but right. he doesn't deal with us all in the same way. Right. You know. And he uses us different. So. Yes. Um, it, which kind of kicks me over to Jan because, <laughs> um, you know, when I've, since we've all ministered together before, it's easy for me to see how he uses each one. Um, and so with Jan, because you have that counselor's heart, often he shows you people's need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether you're praying or just talking things through. And I've been one of the recipients of that, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, maybe you could just share about that because it is different with you. It is. Um, and like she said, everybody in what we do and how we perceive, it's in that relationship. Yeah. It's each one of us and our personality, and that's where it's sorry. Like Lynn was talking about, that love for him that's being sold out to him and seeking him and right. hearing him. And you were talking about earlier that she, being able to hear the shepherd's voice oh, yeah. and know it because that's how he, he speaks to me. Everybody go, well, how do you know he's speaking to you? He yeah. always confirms it. In either a message or a word from somebody else, a song, yes. even in a thought or a situation. Or even a scripture. Yeah. Yes. But even a lot of mine, though, is in situations. Sure. He'll say it, and then he'll go, and that's what I was talking about. It's just like a little light, and we go, oh, that's what you bent. And it's just clarity. Right. So how each thing it talks. But in one of the ways that he uses me and his gifting in me, and it's totally him when I'm in counseling and things, is being able to see things. And um, that I should not know about my clients. There's no way because I wasn't there when they experienced. And there'll be times that he reveals things to me and gives me the words to say to them, to confirm to them Mm -hmm. what has happened in their life. And they go like, how did you know that? No one knows that. I said, well, because, you know, Jesus told me that. I mean, he just came upon me to say that and and speak that to you. And he uses that many times in my counseling with people and with things mm-hmm. to know and gives me the words. I can just be sitting there even like at times we've had at church and we're uh, talking about things around the table in a, in a small group setting and a, it'll come up on me that I just need to say this word. I just hear this over and over and I speak it and it's that person will go, yeah, that's it. That's exactly mm-hmm. what. And, I, and then we lead off of that into that, mm-hmm. that he, being hearing it and being obedient and recognizing it mm-hmm. is how I've learned to, because at long time it was like, Ooh, do I need to say this? What is that? Right. Like, you know, I struggle. <laughs> and we were like, yeah, is this just me? Cause I am, oh, wow. you, know, you know, I'm so hard headed and I always want to make sure I'm doing the Lord's will and not just what I think. Yes. And cause I have been known to do just what I think. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's goodness. all of us. And God has grown me in that and I've gotten better at that. Thank the Lord. But so, you, and Satan uses that fear of, 
is this yeah. me or, or is, is this the Lord? Lord? And so if I finally just learned to trust that. There's just that certain feeling that, and you hate to say that, but there is, there's just a different, it comes upon well, you, the spirit. Peace. Yes, there is that assurance. You just, that knowledge and it keeps, he keeps going over and over yes. and I can't run All away from it. I can't get away from it until right. I speak it. Exactly. Right. And so then I will say it and it's always the exact right thing to say. It is him and what, and then we go in that and it's always healing. It's always the right thing. Which his words are always a lot of times healing. Yeah. And the power yeah. of it. Yeah. And plus even the testimony of it of to them are going, you know, God gave me that for you, you know, right. that that touches them and that bond is immediately there and established in that mm-hmm. trust where he can work off of that. And he intervenes in that. So that's awesome. And that is really uh, words of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And absolutely, which, you know, again, we don't, uh, we will talk about this at a later show date on the gifts of the spirit and how God, you know, stirs that up in us, gifts of prophecy, gifts of other tongues, gifts of words of knowledge, um, all of those things he wants us to have, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. you know, and so in some shape or form, and we'll all edify one another in various ways, you know, or operate in those giftings as he sees fit, mm-hmm. he distributes those, um, but I've noticed that about you, I wanted to um, share a specific so um, for those who don't know, y'all both know this, um, a while back, um, Jacob's Well had asked me to start writing poems for all the women as they graduate for, um, from addiction recovery. Mm-hmm. Well, um, that overwhelmed me at first because that wasn't God's way with me typically. I usually wait. I don't know when I get a poem. They come and when, they wanna, when he wants them to come. Mm-hmm. Um, after praying, I did agree to do that, and so I wanted to share kind of that process because when you were talking, there's a submitting to his voice. Right. Yes. Um, and I've had to really learn that. It's really grown me to write poems for the women because I go back and look at them, mm-hmm. and I go, man, none of them are alike. Yeah. You know? Because God knows what each woman needs. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I was praying this week about, because I have five women in one week who are graduating. Oh, wow. And I'm like, Lord, you have to give me five unique Woo. poems. And the thing is, I've learned just to, to rest in it. Mm-hmm. And I'll start to see myself panic and go, Lord. And then he'll be like, Shelly, I always give you the word. So um, yeah. now I do have to remain in prayer, like you were talking about, Lynn mm-hmm. yeah. and Jan. It's mm-hmm. relationship driven. It is. I can't just walk around with no time with Jesus, no time in his word, and expect him to drop me a spirit-led poem. <laughs> right. He could, but he wants the communion. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. So he wants me to ask for it. So um, I can't remember if this is the third one or not, because I've written three this week already. Um, but all I get from Susan at Jacob's Well is a picture of the woman. That's right. all I get in the name. Um, I will say a lot of things I can see in a name. God always placed in his word significance on our names. Yes. So everybody should know what their name means. If you've never looked at what your name means, you need to look what your name means. But when I was staring at this picture, I thought I heard bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? That's why I want to share this yeah. one because Jesus is not always so theological, people. Um, he is personal. Yeah. Um, 
but listen, here's here's the interesting. I'm going to read you the poem, but then I'm going to tell you the scripture he took me to. Because he will take me back to a scripture. Right. For, so everybody will feel better about it. <laughs> right? um, so it says, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, ready for her sweet ship to sail. Christ is captain, steering safe, and he has poured out merciful grace. When all do rest, she's ready to go. When all are tired, she starts the show. She's full of resilience. Christ does give, full of his joy, even with tears. Mm -hmm. She's ready and alert as Christ commands. He now will trust her with grace in her hands. His, his love, it, it bubbles up from his dear heart. Laughter and love will leave his sweet mark. She's frisky and fresh like a summer breeze. She's playful and noisy like a child in leaves. She brings Christ delight. She's stolen his heart from the very moment she made him her God. Her eyes, they are bright and pierced to the heart, for it is the Christ who pierces through dark. She scampers and scurries with fountains that flow. A laborer will carry his harvest in tow. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> that is so cool. So um, I won't tell you her name because she hasn't heard this poem yet. <laughs> She'll get it Sunday. But he led me to 1 Samuel 16, 12, which says, So he sent and brought him in. This is about David, remember? Mm -hmm. Now he was ruddy with bright eyes and good looking. And the Lord said, arise, anoint him, for this is the one. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know bright eyes was in the scriptures. Wow. Yeah. You know, and one of their names this week was, um, the last name was Tingle. I didn't know the word Tingle was in the scriptures. Do you know that it is? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah, it is. So he always points back to his word, yeah. Um, which kind of leads us to talk about, um, you know, Elohim, the triune creator, mm, yes. all creation testifies. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so another way with me is nature creation, um, you know, so I can be in the prayer garden and um, just walk in and like I said earlier, a deer will come. Right. Or Roadrunner. Mm -hmm. And and I would research the Roadrunner going, Lord, why do you always bring this Roadrunner out when I'm walking? <laughs> and the only, the only thing I, I know, the only thing I came to understand was they're known as snake killers. Wow. Isn't that wow? That's, That's amazing. awesome. Yeah. So, so we see that God has a purpose. For everything. For everything. every single thing he created. And that's hearing his voice. Yes. Mm -hmm. It is. Um, I remember looking up in the sky one time and there was a tree that looked like a perfect oak tree. Uh, like he hand painted it with the clouds. Yeah. And I and as soon as I looked at it, I heard him say, they shall be called oaks of righteousness. Yes. So he, he just bring him back remembrance. That's his voice. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's his voice. It is. It is. You know, anything else we want to share? Um, that we haven't that y'all can think about that would help them. I want to go back to what you were saying about the nature okay. and also you and you and I know about my little red bird story. Oh yeah. Um, and I was telling Shelly one day I said I was having this breakdown or meltdown or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and we Christians have it. I, I want you guys to get away from the, the, the fact or the thought the, that Christians don't stigma, go through yeah. hard times. And we do, you know, we struggle, um, with a lot of different things, but you know, the one thing that we have is a, a faith in Christ that, right. you know, um, most people don't have and they're not wanting to have it. But I, I pray that, that, um, that all will hear. And as the word says, those who have ears, let them hear, right. um, what the word of God says, what the right. word of the Lord says. But 
um, I had went to uh, one of the parks here in, in Tyler, Texas, and I was walking through and I had my headphones on and I was listening to praise and worship music, you know, and I, I love going out there to the park and I hadn't been out there in a while, but it was such a beautiful day. And I thought, let me go out there and walk. And I walked and I normally see God's, these red birds out there. And those, those red birds are, are his love sign for me. Um, and, uh, I hadn't seen any, I walked the whole park and I hadn't seen any, and I, I was getting a little discouraged. And so I, I get towards to my car or close to my car and I'm thinking, well, should I go ahead and go all the way up around by the banks or should I cut through here and just end my walk, you know? And I heard a voice say, keep going. <laughs> and it's, it's important that when you hear that, you, mm -hmm. you do exactly yes, what it yeah, says. Yeah, and so yes. I kept going. And as I got around this little ridge, there nestled off to my left was this little red bird Aww. just nestled there, you know, just sitting there waiting mm -hmm. for me. And I remember standing there in awe, just looking at this red bird. Right. I just watched him. I just, and he didn't move. He was just as still as he could be. And I remember starting to choke up because I was like, Lord, that's you. I know it's you. And, and he said, kept, keep going. And so as I continued my walk and I got through a, a real bushy part of the trail and got around. Um, I looked to my left on another end of the park and there was another little red bird nestled in the trees. And I thought that was really, you know, that was really something for me. Um, and I, I started to get choked up. I really, the tears started to come and I started to thank him just profusely thanking him. And as I got down toward one end, I thought, well, let me go ahead. Should I go ahead and go to the car from here? Or should I can go this way, go to the left and go back around where I saw the first red bird? And so I heard him say, go back the other way, keep going, go back the way you came. So I went back around when I got that same little red bird was sitting there in that tree nestled. And what he said to me was, you see, I've always been there. Mm -hmm. I've always been there and always waiting for you. Mm -hmm. I'm always there. If you had gone to the car, yeah. you would have never seen that. Yep. You know, you would have never seen that. You would have never left her knowing that I'm always waiting for you, mm -hmm. you know? And if you can, if you, if you just make it a point to listen, to hear from my voice, mm -hmm. you'll hear it mm -hmm. and then you'll know. But he, you know, and I, I remember walking really close up to that little red bird and snapping pictures of him. And it was just really strange because most of the time I can't get pictures of them, but he allowed me to get the picture of that little red bird. And he just looked right at me. Mm. And I, I remember walking out of that park feeling so loved that day. We hope today's episode has blessed you and encouraged you to pursue Christ passionately to join us again for more encouragement, equipping and empowering subscribe to the three twenty podcast. We would also like to invite you to enjoy our round-the-clock radio station, Royalty For Real Radio for Women, at royaltyforreal.com. That's royalty, the number four, real.com.